How the thought of you does things to me Never before Has It's a matter of time, I suppose Welcome to Watchmen Minute, where we take a look at the 2009 Zack Snyder film Watchmen, one minute at a time. My name is Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. And I'm Eric Nash. And Minute 3 starts with Eleanor Cliff talking about war and ends with a Vite perfume commercial with the song Unforgettable and a man breaking Eddie's door. When I first watched, first watched Watchmen, when I first saw Watchmen and saw this character, Eleanor Clift, who was played by Mary Ann Berger, I immediately recognized the actress and as the actress, that's the same actress from Independence Day, who is shown in uh, on a TV early in the movie criticizing Bill Pullman's uh, President Whitmore. Oh. She says the line, um, "They elected a warrior and they got a wimp," and it's it's a it's a video clip of this McLaughlin group, which I didn't until preparing my notes for this really? and i didn't realize that's that, that this real show was in independence day but um so i just thought well maybe this actress just always portrays eleanor clift <laughs> maybe you know some actors She's have like yeah yeah we need an eleanor you're our go-to marianne you know wow but okay so cut to researching for this minute when i come to find out this actress was not in Independence Day, yeah. but in my head, I put her in Independence Day as that same character. So what I found out was the real Eleanor Clift plays herself in Independence hmm. Day, mm-hmm. as does John McLaughlin. So they're criticizing this fake president on their real show, you know, <laughs> um, which is very common now to use like yeah. real oh, yeah. uh, CNN reporters or, or whoever to to you know, comment on fake politicians or, or yeah. whatever. But for some reason, when I watched this movie, I just, I, I, I could just tell that she was playing the same character based on like the cadence of her voice and, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And then I just, in my head, put this actress in the other movie, not realizing until I watched, um, I actually just went to a clip of it, you know, because I was looking up the McLaughlin group and found out that, you know, there wasn't an actress playing the real Eleanor Clift. So that's my uh, Eleanor Clift slash Marianne Berger story. <laughs> Eric, you got an Eric? Do you have an Eleanor Clift Marianne Berger story? No, the, only, the only other thing I, I, I just I just went ahead and let, let it go last minute. But <laughs> the, 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 one, one of the biggest things it seems like she really actually did was um, um, I in my understanding is I, I think what I saw was that she was. No, maybe not. Ugh. But she was on a essentially what what turns out to be it was a one season or less than season run in the late eighties called uh, uh, Jack and Mike. Okay. And it was, it was, what I figured out it was it was a moonlighting clone is what I called. Oh wow! The, the, okay. the show Moonlight. Like I figured that out. There was like something I saw somewhere that said like they're trying to be like a Dave and Maddie. Gotcha. Will they? Won't they? Kind of story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And right, and right after, just within the season after yeah. that, that premiered. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So I saw the. I saw that what they were trying to do apparently, and, and yeah, it failed. <laughs> mm. I saw the headline, but I just assumed it was a movie. I didn't realize it was a, yeah. a TV show. So. Yeah. So uh, let's see. 
But um, the one thing, though, additionally about uh, you're talking about uh, using the actual some real footage or real getting getting the newscasters to do new stuff. Yeah. But additionally, utilizing footage, um, I think probably <laughs> I think I've I've seen this a little bit about that that this might be the first case where it happened in the first movie. Uh, uh, contact. Contact was okay. huge with that and u- utilizing the uh, footage of Bill Clinton. But I think also having because there's the Larry King segments with uh, uh, Ma- uh, Matthew McConaughey's character, okay, um, sitting there across from him, and I'm pretty sure that's all was all recorded new with Larry King's help. Sure, and Larry King, I mean, well, heck, he even he did it before that even with yeah. uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was that was back in his very early or not not early days. Early days for me. Yeah, <laughs> before before his CNN show, I think <laughs> essentially with when he was just doing radio. Sure, even. sure. Which might have been televised, you know, simulcast. I'm sure you can find out over on Ghostbusters yeah. Minute. That's Ghostbusters Minute. We're going to do a shout out each minute. <laughs> I'm sure it will come up <laughs> right somehow, right some way. Yeah. Just, just the one other, one of the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so we got Eleanor Clift here. She's talking about. Maybe the reason why the Soviets are doing the testing, all, all the bomb testing, is that they're maybe threatened by Dr. Manhattan. So just adding to that, uh, kind of building that legend of who this Dr. Manhattan character is. So um, according to the uh, the film companion for the book, for Watchmen, there, there was no detente between Washington and Moscow after Vietnam as there really was in our timeline so the doctrine of mutually assured destruction no longer applied when one side essentially had a god in its corner and the nu- and because of that the nuclear arms race spiraled out of control as the russians stockpiled tens of thousands of missiles in an attempt to present a viable counter to the threat posed by dr manhattan so kind of goes back to what she's talking about with them stockpiling you know missiles and everything and um, there was no uh, mandate against that, so in this timeline, this universe. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a pretty plausible alternate reality. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So then I think Eddie gets bored with uh, with politics, so he's changing channels. We see uh, a little. Brief glimpse of an MTV uh, like bumper, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> which it, it, yeah. so just that little bit, yeah, just that little little bit. Which I wonder, like you've got uh, people here talking about President Nixon. We've seen Nixon himself, and now we've got a glimpse of MTV. And at this at this point, it makes me wonder if viewers are curious or confused about the timeline, since. <laughs> I think in a lot of people's heads, you're going to associate Nixon with the 70s, whereas I think a lot of people will associate MTV, obviously, with the 80s. So at this point, you know, are people starting to wonder how these two things exist in the same, you know, Hmm. in the same, you know, span of of TV channels, I guess. So, but spoilers, you know, we're going to hear the exact date in a few minutes or in several minutes, but, you know. Back to the book, it starts the very first text block is Rorschach's journal, right? And giving the date, right? 
Um, yeah. So, and, and it's really funny that, that that starts out that way, being on the head of when this is yeah. and getting you set up for it's an alternative. Right. Yeah. That's that nice little hint History. that we're that we're yeah. in that alternative or alternate timeline. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a little bit of a slower build to that yeah. idea yeah. in this in the movie versus the book. Yeah. So ultimately, Eddie lands on this uh, some other channel, channel six, and it's uh, brings us to a nostalgia commercial. And we get what is f- what is nostalgia? Well, you want to explain that? <laughs> um, I we don't really find out in this little okay. commercial. I don't think. But uh, I, I tried finding out anything I could about the making of this commercial. Um, I'm not sure if this is something that Zack Snyder would have been in charge of or if this falls under like the art department. Yeah. Huh. You know, I know yeah, just, good point. yeah. Um, just from reading the film companion that every piece of marketing or art that is on screen in this movie is created with like intense detail, like news down to the newspaper articles being full articles down to the journal that Rorschach eventually is carrying actually has pencil written um, like transcripts of mm-hmm. or sex journal. So just every, like things that you would never see on screen or see for half a second or see from a distance. You know, like w- when you get up close on those things, they are actually the full detailed uh, piece that they would be in real life. So it's, it's impressive. And that just makes me wonder, you know, back to this commercial, is this something that Snyder did? I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure. So, couldn't really find out any more information on the uh, the actual making of the commercial. So, yeah, it's it's not a real commercial like we were just discussing. There's other other certainly other movies that use real things. Uh, yeah. this, this is one movie that uh, was everything's practically I'm pretty sure made up for it. And uh, but nostalgia is some kind of product, I guess we can say, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's it's commercial. It's it's you'd think it's a, for a product. Yeah, you know, a physical. Definitely has that like, yeah, cinematic quality that a lot of commercials have. Where the, yeah. and we haven't even mentioned like Unforgettable by Nat King Cole's playing, right. and uh, I like the uh, the swagger and change in Eddie's posture that he takes as he mm. as he kind of gets comfy to watch this commercial. And there's like sort of a twinkle in his eye a little bit when he sees the pretty lady, which he barely even sees. It's like. It's the top of her head as she's facing, like as if you're standing above and behind a person as she's laying down. And then, you know, I've never really seen someone get into a commercial the way he <laughs> seems to here. So, and then yeah, it's get, what the commercial makers want. Though. Yeah, yeah, it, it <laughs> is. Love it if it is like so working on on Eddie. Um, yeah, he's getting exactly what they want him to get out of it. So it, it transitions to a man approaching this woman. And by the way, is the man in the commercial literally walking on water? Ooh. Because mm. it pan- it kind of zooms wow. out. And so you're you're looking at a TV yeah. and a, like a 1980s quality TV where it's just a little, little grainy, little, you know, it's not great. So he's like walking across a pool to get to her. But I can't tell. It doesn't look like a deep pool. So he could just be walking through essentially a fountain. But then I don't see a lot of water splashing as his feet go through the water. So I I think the man is walking on water. It'd be interesting to, to get, you know, see if anyone else notices that. Um, so, it, you know, 
So listeners, hashtag walking on water or <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, reach out and let us know what you think of that uh, that shot. So well, there was there was one thing you skipped over real quick. I think oh. was uh, TV news anchor in between. Oh, I did. Yeah, the uh, MTV to the commercial. So that was one of our talking heads from the last minute that we get real quick here this minute. Yeah, Let's see. just talking about Soviet ships. Oh yeah, and it's uh, it says it credits her as Felicity Williams. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know. I don't have her. Well, the, the actress. I did. I get. I did get that. Katie Benenson. Okay. I did figure that out. Didn't from get the foreign. For some reason, foreign. I think was used. I don't know why foreign was used as much hmm. as it was. I don't think. I don't know that that was the idea. Idea. Idea or attempt or whatever. Yeah. To make them foreign. Hmm. There, I think there is one. Maybe that seems a little more foreign later. But um, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah. I, and I didn't really go into her, but I did describe her name real quick and. Figured figured that one out. Cool. Um, and and the and the song back to the song then too. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Is you know that's something from from my childhood. It definitely seemed like it was it was kind of like growing in popularity. And then his daughter really, <laughs> I think, grabbed onto that and, okay. and did did the re record did the recording with him essentially. Oh okay. You know, with with her dead father. Huh. Oh she, okay. Was that this song? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've heard of that. Natalie Cole. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, reached number 14 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and also number three on Adult Contemporary. Song also won three awards at the Grammy Awards of 1992. Song of the Year, Record of the Year, and Best Traditional Pop Vocal Performance. Okay. So, I mean, it was it was just huge there. And that, that was like 91, 92, essentially. Yeah. But I, it, I feel like it was growing. I mean, I, kind, I, I, I certainly knew about it myself. Yeah. Which is odd for a at that time 30 or 40 year old song hmm that's interesting did she do a christmas song the same way like did she do one with her with a recording of her father i think that's why i always associate well, that well, the, method. the christmas song that he's known for is the chestnuts resting on an open fire yeah um but i think it's called the christmas song okay is that right you can tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On our Facebook page or via Twitter or wherever. <laughs> Christmas was two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, back to the uh, the commercial and like as Eddie's watching it, there's there's almost a sadness that comes on his face when he sees the man and woman. I, it's just a, a little subtle, like it's barely even a um, like a facial tick that he has, but it's just like his his um his expression changes just enough mm-hmm. that and we'll get into it several times throughout the movie but like i imagine this man eddie hasn't had the best relationships in his life um you know so it, it's just i well, i can tell you one that ended poorly <laughs> yeah but yeah. that's in a few minutes away mhm uh, it's just a just striking to me that as he's watching this and he's fine, you know, he sees a woman and that, that's great and everything. But then when he sees a man and a woman together, it's like his expression just changes. I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. So I like the, uh, the shot that, you know, the, the music kind of transitions to, you can hear it from the hallway. Mm. Um, just a nice, subtle, like slow zoom in from the hallway. So you're, mm-hmm. um, and I, I always like the uh, 
like Eddie looks to the the light under the door before <laughs> there's even a shadow there. So it's it's a nice nod to <laughs> maybe his training, his past, and his suspicions and maybe paranoia. Because we've also, I think, had a brief glimpse of his coffee table and the fact that there's a gun on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's just uh, maybe just always prepared, you know, just how he lives his life, like takes a gun with him from room to room wherever he he happens to be. So, you know, kind of makes you wonder what kind of life this guy has led or leads, so. With 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 the Hustler magazine underneath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've got some notes on that. I was going to save those for the next minute when yeah. we we got a better look at it. But um, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> so there's a zoom in on the door, and then uh, a kick from who who you're zooming in with, and in, in a sense, the, the camera yeah. is following the the walking of someone that you. I mean, not not literally in a sense, but. But then this kick comes, and the kick, you know, it causes the door the door to swing open. At that and that point, that's when the um, trademark Zack Snyder slow mo kicks into effect. Mm, yeah, pun intended. Yeah, um, right. And, yeah. and 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 that the wood shattering. I mean, that's that's some pretty pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, between Zack Snyder and and I guess we should say Larry Fong is the uh, director of photography here that. They're, those two are just able to get some of the best visuals, best best uh, shots. Like, you know, I I know a lot of people will criticize Zack Snyder mm-hmm. for slow motion and things like that, but I think when you're trying to adapt a something from a printed page, I think it makes sense to slow things down, mm-hmm. um, slow down these uh, visual, visually significant moments that are you know translations from a from a page to a book because and that's this is one of them the door being kicked in is one of the pages it's it's the first page actually or first panel Mm -hmm. where in the book where we ever see eddie blake so to to slow that down and give us a little bit of a glimpse is uh is definitely intentional and i think it's a good choice so i think that's gonna be about it for my notes on this minute yeah same here okay um yeah cool I think that'll do it for minute three. If you want to join the conversation, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Watchmen Minute. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash Watchmen Minute. And that, that's our page. We, uh, we also have our group called Crime Busters Listeners Society. Yeah. You can visit our webpage over at realpodcastnetwork.com slash Watchmen Minute. And in speaking of websites, you should also visit moviesbyminutes.com to check out the over 75 movies currently being done in the uh, done or in progress on the movies by minutes format. So that doesn't actually include all the every now and then there's 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 a movie that's separate from a franchise that it's in on that page, I believe. But there's some I mean, Star Wars minute itself. How do you mean? There's five, there's oh, five, oh. There's five movies under, under in, within that one. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Show. Yeah. It's it's. I guess it's seventy five. Yeah, um, separate shows. Separate shows, yes, yeah. but multiple there's movies. movies in that. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of them are franchises. Yeah. 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 Good point. Yeah. So we will be back tomorrow with another episode of Watchmen Minute. And who watches the Watchmen? 
We do. We do. No. <laughs> Don't do it again. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Leave it. it. It's it's hey, it's it's a callback to Star Wars minute. Exactly. <laughs> Watchmen are over. Has someone been more unforgettable?